Stephanie Schaefer, and you're listening to the North Star Narrative, a podcast from North Star Academy. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're encouraged, challenged, and motivated by what you learned today. Enjoy the story. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so excited to be able to hang out with you because we have a very special guest. It's actually one of our North Star dads. They have five children and four of them are doing North Star courses right now. So I'm super excited to just get to hear what this family is involved in. They actually live in Uganda and they have lived there since 2012 and they have founded an organization called Healing Faith, which provides malaria testing, treatment, and education. It is their goal to educate, equip, and empower the people of Uganda in the fight against malaria while showing them the love of Christ. So we're joined today by Mr. Jason Segner, and I know he has a heart for the people in Uganda and for just malaria education across the globe and how we can help. And so we're going to learn from him today what God has been teaching him and showing him and how God is using their family. And we're also going to be able to give to this family, to this ministry, and what God is doing through them um, financially, through prayer, through learning and growing, because this family is who we get to support through our Blessing Project this year. So I'm so excited. If you're a student, um, if you're part of our community, you will want to head to the Blessing Project in Teams, where you can find all about Uganda, this organization, what is happening, and how we can pray and help. Um, So we will be raising support for them all the way through January, and I'm so excited that we get to hear more now. So thank you so much, Mr. Segner, for joining us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and uh, to be able to share a little bit about Healing Faith. Yeah, we are super excited, and I can't wait to hear, first off, um, about where you live, because you told us that you are living on the Nile River and actually have a pet camel. So just paint a picture of what it's like to live where you are so we can kind of understand a little bit more. Yes, we we do have a pet camel. We live out in a rural village uh, outside of Jinja, Uganda. It's like living out in the country. We live uh, amongst our our neighbors, amongst the Ugandan people, just in a rural setting. And we can actually see the Nile River from our front porch. And it's really neat that the kids are able to play in the river after they get their schoolwork done, uh, kayak, and uh, just enjoy the environment. We have a pet camel. We also have a donkey, four or five sheep, ducks, chickens. So I like to say that I became an accidental farm hand by living out here in the village. Wow. It sounds like lots to do there. And I love kayaking. And But so tell me a little bit about this camel. Is it small? Is it big? Like, what do y'all do with it? So Mogi, uh, he was he was rescued from the Somalia meat trade. They actually eat camels. And somehow someone here in Uganda was able to rescue him. And they had to leave Uganda. And we got Mogi when he was probably two years old. Uh, so he was already large at the time, but he has since grown uh, to a full-size adult camel, and uh, he's huge. Wow. Uh, and he lives in our animal yard, and then we have a pasture that he can go out and graze in during the day. And we have the sheep because he's a very social animal and wants to be around other animals. 
uh, and loves being around the kids. He loves for them to take banana peels or uh, grass or salt uh, out as a treat in the afternoons. Oh, fun. I wonder how many students at North Star can say they have a pet camel. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your family, um, your children, what it's like living there in Uganda and doing online school at North Star. So we have five kids, uh, my wife and I, Carrie, and uh, Carson is our oldest, followed by Everett, and then Hadley is our only girl, and then she's followed up by Pierce, who is 13, and we have a son that we adopted here from Uganda, uh, who is also 13. You know, North Star has been a real blessing for them. We are struggling to find a good option for schooling for them. Uh, and for the four that are enrolled right now in North Star Academy, it's, it's been a real blessing. There's challenges, obviously, with the different learning styles. And um, we struggle with Internet sometimes. Uh, even tonight, we're struggling a little bit with Internet. Uh, but it's it's been a, a good way for the, the kids to get their education. Mm. Yeah, we're so thankful that we're able to just serve families like yours. And we're in our 25th year at North Star, and we were founded to help keep Wycliffe missionaries on the field. And now we get to be involved in so many different missionary organizations and organizations like yours. And so we're just thankful that we can help you and come alongside you with education and now that we can support you with the Blessing Project. So tell us a little bit about Healing Faith. How did God start to give you that desire to learn about malaria and the needs? Sure. So Healing Faith was started in 2011 when we were still in the states and it just really came from a a calling from god to to do more in our lives carrie and i were content in america um we both had jobs that we were enjoying and uh, i was excelling in my job and i was teaching at the time at at a local university and working in healthcare, and i just really enjoyed it but we both felt a little discontent and felt that god had more for us to do in our lives. And so he called us uh, definitely outside my comfort zone. My wife had always had a heart for missions. She did a lot of missions um, when she was in high school uh, through team missions, but I had actually never left the country until we got married. And so we took a vision trip together to go to Uganda and just see what it was about and just felt an immediate calling. And so we sold what wouldn't fit into our bins that we could take across uh, the ocean to Uganda. Uh, We sold our house and left everything that we knew, our family, just to come here and to to start Healing Faith. And honestly, we didn't know exactly what Healing Faith was going to be in the beginning. Uh, We knew that we wanted to help in some sort of medical aspect or just in general. And it was shortly after we were here and in Uganda and established uh, ourselves that our youngest at the time, Pierce, contracted malaria. And when you hear malaria, it's this big, scary thing, and we don't have it in the United States. And so, of course, everyone was scared, but we were blessed to be able to test right away uh, and get him started on the medication right away. And by Western standards, by American standards, it was so cheap and so easy to do it cost around a dollar to test him and then another dollar for the medication. And my wife sat looking at Pierce in her arms. He was, you know, kind of lifeless and 
pale and, you know, we were all scared, but the medication took effect within a day. My wife, you know, feeling this pull on her heart that it should be that easy for everyone. Not everyone has the luxury of getting immediate testing and immediate treatment and not everyone can afford the medication. Uh, it's not always readily available. And sometimes people would have to make the decision, you know, do I spend this money to buy medication for my child or do I spend this money and feed the rest of my family? And so my wife just felt a calling from God that said, you know, we can and we should do something about this. And so we started in on uh, malaria and really began to focus on that within our organization. We developed an education program to teach people about malaria. And what we quickly found out is that the people living in the villages didn't have a full understanding of what malaria truly was. You know, we were battling cultural beliefs, tribal beliefs, even some witchcraft and other types of things to where people didn't have an understanding of what it was. And so with my education background, we began teaching about malaria, the signs, the symptoms, the treatment, uh, what to do if you got malaria. Uh, and then as an organization grew and we were able to raise a little bit more money, we were able to start providing mosquito nets to people in the village. Our, our first project, we raised enough money to buy one mosquito net for each household within the village that we were working in. And so we were able to go and place that mosquito net in the homes of people in the village. Uh, and so that's really where things started to develop. And we grew as an organization and were able to start raising a little bit more money. And we were able to expand our operations and reach more villages, uh, more people, provide more education, provide more nets. And then we had a gap in our, our program, and that was not being able to provide treatment when people did have malaria. And we were blessed to have a foundation come alongside of us and ask the question, if you had the money, what would your next step be? And my wife, Carrie, immediately answered treatment and education centers. And so in 2017, we were able to build our first uh, malaria center. I say build, but it was really we refurbished a village home uh, into a makeshift clinic uh, where we were able to start providing testing, providing treatment, and providing education for the people in that village. And since that time, God has really blessed us and we have grown. In August of this year, we were able to build our own malaria center. We were able to take what we learned from the first one, design the patient flow, the patient rooms, the way that our staff wanted it, the way that uh, we envisioned it. And we were able to open that center in August of this year. And that center has far exceeded our expectations of the number of patients that we were expecting to see. In the first three months, we've seen almost 13,000 patients. And so, yeah, with these centers, we're able to uh, test people, treat people, provide education, and then all while doing this, being able to share the love of Christ 
with the people of Uganda through healing, through prayer. One of my favorite things is that uh, Uganda is a rapidly growing Christian country, but it's heavily Muslim as well. And uh, many, many of the Muslim community have asked me, you know, why we're here and why we're doing this. And so we're able to share our heart uh, with the people of Uganda. Uh, so we're not only providing healing in the physical sense, but also uh, in the spiritual sense as well. Wow. That's a beautiful story. Um, yeah, just God's goodness, His calling, and how when we're just open, He's going to use us. And wow, I praise God for what He's done in your life and your wife's life and how y'all just said yes and went. You've given us such context in a few moments of just what God's called you to and and the power and the foundation He set you on. And wow, that is so good. Um so for those that might not know much about malaria, tell us a little bit about malaria, maybe educate us like you do when you're working in your malaria treatment centers. Sure. So we're, we're originally from Texas. So we, we know about mosquitoes in Texas, um, but malaria is caused by the bite of an anephalous mosquito. So the mosquito is actually carrying a parasite. Uh, and when the mosquito bites you, it injects the parasite into your bloodstream where it rapidly starts multiplying. So malaria causes you to have terrible headaches, fever, chills, body aches. In severe cases, it can cause vomiting and diarrhea. And here in, in Uganda, it's actually the number one killer of children under the age of five. The African region carries the highest malaria burden in all of the world. I believe that 96% of the malaria cases worldwide occur here in the African region. So left untreated, it can be very detrimental. It can lead ultimately to death and it affects the, the young very heavily. It affects pregnant mothers. The unborn child can actually get malaria. If mom gets malaria, she can actually transmit it to her unborn child. And so it can cause uh, things like premature labor or low birth weight and can cause difficulty breathing. And so if left untreated, uh, it can be very severe and can cause things like brain damage um, or or ultimately death. Mm. I love how God put such a calling, especially on your wife's heart, you know, and just how she was able to feel what other mothers feel, just the depth of that being you know, out of control. And and then she was able to see her son get the help quickly and the medicine that he needed to get better. So praise God for that. And gosh, tell us a little bit more about how having that experience impacted both of you, not just her, but I'm thinking as a mom and her as a mom's heart and how she's able to connect with other moms. Yeah, so that was that was definitely one of the key points that that made us focus in on malaria. You know, early on, uh, Carrie was talking to many of the mothers in the village, and they had lost children to malaria. You know, in our friend group, in our church group in America, it was you know not normal. We 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 were an abnormal case to have lost a child there at home in in, in America, and but here it was the norm. Um, talking to mothers in the village, they would tell you they'd lost multiple children and 
Um, you would hear more times than not that families lost children to many other things, but, but malaria was the number one thing just over and over again. And so, uh, you know, our past experience was really a connection point for Carrie to be able to talk to these mothers and, um, know the pain of what they had experienced and just be able to minister and talk to them about that and talk to them about the healing process for us. So that was a real connection. And then when Pierce got malaria, that, you know, that just solidified that what malaria was what we were supposed to, to be working on and, and trying to help prevent. So, you know, that more families weren't losing children, other family members, to malaria. We don't foresee ourselves curing malaria, um, but we see ourselves as being able to bridge that gap uh, to help those that God puts in our pathway and just to be able to minister to them through healing and through prayer as well. Mm. Yeah, y'all have been through so much and um, it just reminds me of, you know, the verse in Romans 8.28 that God uses all things to work for good for those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And it's very clear by listening to your story that you are called and that God has used some really horrific things in your life to open your heart to others and be able to minister. And so now you know that love of Christ that he ministered to you and brought healing in you. And now you get to share that with others and it's so powerful. And wow, you've given us already just some really good insight and in how to pray for you and how we would be coming alongside you. So I just thank you for, for sharing your story. And yeah. So for those that want to give financially, where are those resources going to be put? Well, financially, it's such a blessing. It, even small amounts make a huge impact here in Uganda. Um, our biggest need right now is, is for testing and treatment supplies it costs a dollar to buy uh, a test, uh, a rapid test, and it costs around a dollar uh, to buy the medication to treat it. We're, we're blessed to have a lab uh, attached to our facility where a lab technician can look in the microscope and determine how severe the case of malaria is by seeing the amount of parasites in the blood. Uh, and then that will help the, the staff determine what course of treatment to take. But for a simple case of malaria, the patient's able to take a pill. Um, the medication for that costs a dollar and the rapid testing for that also costs a dollar. Uh, and so, you know, many people think, well, I don't have much to give or, you know, what difference is two or three dollars or five dollars going to make uh, when in reality it makes a huge impact uh, here in Uganda, and it makes a huge impact in the fight against malaria. I mean, yeah, anyone almost probably can come up with a dollar, uh, maybe even $2, you know, save allowances. Yeah, so this is really going to be a cool blessing project that students can tangibly save, work for, maybe, you know, just money to be able to give and how they can think for every dollar, that's one person that gets tested for every another dollar. That's one person that gets medicine. So I love how practical this is and just how we can come alongside you and help. So we can give money for the testing, for the medicine. We can pray for your family. How else can we help? You know, those are, those are the biggest things. Um, just prayers. Um, life is, 
is beautiful here, but life is also very hard. And we're feeling the attacks of the enemy. Uh, we know that when you're working for the things and towards the kingdom of God, that, you know, there's, there's powers that are not happy about the work that you're doing. And so we're definitely feeling that as a family. We've had some sickness that's lingering. We've also had just some kind of restlessness, difficulty sleeping uh, from time to time. And so just prayers are an amazing thing. And we definitely feel those over here. I was also going to add it. One of my favorite things is, is that uh, when kids get involved, you know, you mentioned allowances or doing chores or other things like that. When, when kids get involved, they're helping kids just like them all the way across the world. Uh, and they're, they're giving them the opportunity to get testing, to get treatment. And they're also helping them to, to stay in school. Uh, when, when kids have malaria, they're, they're taken away from their schooling. Uh, and so your donations and your financial support, you know, help in malaria, but they also help in, in other areas as well, like, like the education. You know, kids get to stay in school when they're healthy. Uh, and they get to get their education and uh, move on and be able to to help their family uh, maybe financially when they're when they're older and uh, have a job because they were able to to stay in school and and get their education so it really excites me to see kids helping other kids just like them but just in a different situation across the world mm, that's so good are your kids on the ground like there? Do they, they come and help at the treatment centers? What role do they get to play in the organization? Yeah, so from the very beginning, our kids have been a part of Healing Faith. Uh, Carson is 18 now, and we moved here when he was seven. So from a very early age, the kids were going into the village. They were helping us hang nets. They were helping with the education process and just being a part of what we were doing. You know, our kids would would play with the kids in the villages that we were serving in. They would play soccer, play games, uh, sing and dance. So Healing Faith has, has been their life uh, and they've been a part of it uh, from the very beginning. And yes, they do go up to the center from time to time. Carson has become quite handy. The staff likes to joke and they call him our engineer. He'll come up and they'll tell him, you know, some of the mechanical problems, electrical problems or plumbing problems that we're having at the center. And uh, he's become skilled enough to be able to to help with those things and repair a lot of things. And uh, the kids just enjoy being up there and interacting with the staff, uh, interacting with uh, the patients that come in from the village. Uh, so you know, that healing faith is, is their life as well. And they're a huge part of it. Mm, that's so special, really special family you have and this incredible ministry. And, um, wow, I've loved hearing your story and, um, how special even the name healing faith is and, and the meaning behind that. So I know our North Star community is going to come around you and we're excited to learn more in the Blessing Project team. So if you're a student, make sure you head over into Teams and find the Blessing Project. And we're going to be learning together, praying together, and giving together, and, you know, all that God is going to call us to do through this ministry. And so I know not only are we inspired to do that, but also just to listen to God and see what He might be calling us to. And also, I'm inspired. God doesn't ever waste anything. 
He always is preparing us for what's coming next. And so even as I look, you know, your education has been in the medical field, you know, what you've been able to do in community health education and then emergency medical services and and how God, I'm sure, just used that to prepare you for what is coming. Thank you so much for just joining me and sharing some of that journey. So some people are listening that are not inside of our school buildings. And so tell them where they can find out more information about Healing Faith. Yes, our website is www.healingfaithuganda.org. And then we are also on Facebook, Healing Faith, and we are on Instagram at Healing Faith. So we'd love to have you follow along and uh, see the journey here in Uganda. Yeah, and we'll put these links in with the podcast bio, and also we'll put our GoFundMe link. And so our community will be able to give through the GoFundMe link that we have made, but also anyone can give. So if you're listening, we'll have that link there as well. And remember, it's only $1 for a test, $1 for the medicine, and the life you know that you can change with $2, keeping a kid in school letting a family hear about the love of Christ and feel and see the love of Christ through um, the Segner family. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for what you're doing. We're excited that we get to partner with you. Thank you very much. It was an honor to be here with you this evening. And it was, we're just so blessed by all of it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions for our guest or like information about North Star, please email us at podcast at nsa.school. We love having guests on our show and getting to hear their stories. If you have anyone in mind that you think would be a great guest to feature, please email us and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming stories.